You are listening to the There Is More podcast with Sean and Simone Bracken, available on all streaming platforms with new episodes every Monday morning. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of There Is More with myself and Mr. Sean Bracken. We're excited to jump into this episode today. If you're just joining us, we we actually just kind of did a little mini series. We're talking about when things get real and, you know, just what happens when we when we're going through life and things don't go as we expect and reality hits. And so I encourage you, if you haven't listened to that, to go back and listen uh, to the last two episodes. We really hit, I feel like, some some deep truths. And I know some stuff that we've like processed through that I feel like we're we're really working and it's working in our lives. And so encourage you guys to go listen to those episodes. Um, there's a lot of good wisdom in there. And so jumping into this one today, kind of wanted to piggyback off of what we were talking about, but just in a little bit of a different way, you know, like we, we talked about one of the things that happens when things get real is that you, you want to run, you want to retreat, you want to pull away. And I wanted to come in this episode with Sean and I, and this episode to be like a wake up because we're coming in. It's the first, uh, we're in the first part of April, which is the first part of the second quarter of this year. And I think a lot of times what can happen is, uh, we can have a bad first quarter and then the whole rest of the year looks bad because it, maybe the first quarter didn't go how we wanted. And so we just kind of go into shutdown mode and like we talked about, which is what happens when things get real. Um, and then we just coast the rest of the year instead of making a shift and looking at what happened, you know, in the first quarter, doing a review. And the reality is, you know, a business, right? You They do quarterly reviews. They don't throw away the rest of the year because they had a bad quarter. They they look at what needs to be changed. They look at what they need to do differently. Um, you know, what caused things to be bad in the first quarter and how do we shift and change that going to move forward? They don't just say, you know, screw it. We're done with business. They make a change. They make a shift. And I don't know where as people we get off and just decide to say, screw it. And maybe we don't say that like consciously, but subconsciously we just start to shut down and then we coast the rest of the year. And I wanted to come in and, and just really wake you guys up and say, hey, this is the second quarter. The rest of the year doesn't have to suck just because maybe you had a bad first quarter. Maybe you had a great one. I don't know. Um, maybe there were some things that you wish you could have done differently. I want to just come in and say, hello, welcome to the second quarter. And also um, want to talk about some, some shifts that maybe you need to make starting the second quarter. And one big mindset shift that I see, and this is um, actually taken from Simon Sinek, and I'm going to get your input on this in a minute, honey, but one mindset shift that I think a lot of us, we can get trapped in is living with a finite mindset instead of an infinite mindset. And he talks about this in, in one of his books. And I wanted to give the description because it was so good. I was reading um, reading a little bit of it. And he, he says a, a finite thinker looks at life as a game that can be won or lost. So this is what happens. Maybe you have a bad first quarter, right? You lost and you get frustrated and then you get stuck. And that's what the rest of the year looks like. And the, the reason is because you have a finite mentality instead of an infinite mentality. And he says a finite thinker looks at life as a game that be won or lost. They look at other people as competitors and rarely enjoy the journey of life, work, and relationships. Their mindset makes them susceptible to the stresses of life where they're constantly feeling stuck and depressed by setbacks. I'm going to give what an infinite thinker looks like and then get your input 
Sean, but an infinite thinker looks at life as an adventure, an adventure full of opportunities, lessons, and connections, not as something that can be won or lost. They they define success as staying in the game of life and fulfilling their personal why. Their mindset makes them resilient to stress and failure. When things don't go their way, they look at it as an opportunity to learn and keep moving forward. To them, there is no game over. And so maybe, you know, I know I can look at my life and see where I've been stuck with a a finite mentality, which means to have limits or bounds. And, um, and I love that how he described that they look at things as either you're winning or losing and reframing that shifting into an infant mentality looks like looking at life as an adventure, as opportunity. And I think it's important that we make that shift if we're going to have a good rest of the year and good rest of our lives, really. Yeah, I think we're born with an infinite mentality. We learn how to have a finite mind because of we have to follow all kinds of rules. We have to live up to people's expectations. We put so much more pressure on ourselves than I believe what we were created to be. We were created to dream and have impossibilities become possible. We were created for infinite. We are infinite beings and we are put on this earth for, you know, maximum 110 years. And we look at our life in like numeric value. We, everything we do is based on a numerical system. Everything, you know, how much do we weigh? How much are we worth? It's all about a number. It's all about the time. It's all about a number. Right. And we're put in this system almost to where we are put into a finite mind, a finite world, but we live in a world that has infinite possibilities. But within this finite mindset, the infinite possibilities look so far away, but we taught ourselves how to have the finite thinking the finite mind staying within the boundaries of what my mind can contain what my mind can think what my mind can fathom we can't think outside the box because we become so finite within the box and boundaries and we don't want to break the rules and the rhythm of what we've learned but in order to really have a life an extravagant extravagant life you have to have an infinite mind and, and be open to infinite possibilities because without the infinite possibilities, you, you're not going to grow. You're not going to go after the things you want, the, the desires in your heart because it looks impossible. It looks like it'll never be tangible with your finite mind. So you have to break the limitation, the limiting beliefs of staying within the structure of a finite mind. See, structure is good, but too much structure can suppress you and almost make you feel like you're in prison. Structure and boundaries are good, but if you let them suppress you and take the dream and the life out of you to believe for more, then they are not good. They were only put there, right? to help us, to guide us, and to make us safe. But too much safety becomes prison, right? You think about prison. Why do they call 
maximum security, right? In prison is pretty much the safest place you can be because there's no one around. There's maximum security. So we're seeking this finite security, but really we're putting ourselves in prison. And you have to expand out of the finite thinking and become an infinite thinker, a, a person of faith. Faith, right, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So we have to start to hold on to the things that are unseen and really believe we can attain the infinite possibilities. And within those parameters of thinking infinitely, there's so much more joy, there's so much more freedom, there's so much more creativity, there's so much more space, right? This It's space. We have to make space for new things. And if you have had a bad quarter, right? A lot of people say, I have to fix I have to fix what I ruined. I have to fix what I did. I have to fix this with my child. I have to fix this with my wife. I have to fix my business. No, fixing the problem is only going to create more of the problem. We have to let go. We no longer need to use the term fix. Because you can't fix something, right, that's broken. If it's not working for you, don't fix it. Let it go. And if you had a bad quarter, let that go. Don't fix. Let go so you could create space to do the things, the right things, to do the right things, right? So don't fix the old things. Let go of old things so you have space to receive the new things, the new ways of doing things, right? We have to be solution thinkers. We can't think on the problems. We have to look at problems, diagnose them, and don't use the term fix. Let go of them and create a new standard, a new infinite way of looking at it, a new way of doing things, a new way of creating things, a new way of coming up with solutions. And that I believe is living in the infinite mind and, and not living in the finite mind of, oh, I have to fix this. Oh, this isn't right. Look what I did here. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I failed there. I failed here. I failed. Yes. And I'm so proud of you for failing. If you're not failing, you're not trying. And failure is actually a step towards success. It's not a a permanent solution. It's not a permanent place. Failure is part of success. You have to fail. There would be no term called success if you didn't overcome failure. We have to overcome to succeed at something. So success comes from failing. Failing is part of it. And it's all in how you look at it, where you're at right now. Perspective is key perspective is the main thing and you have to have an infinite perspective saying that yeah that that didn't work delete let go try something else delete let go try something else cool that didn't work delete 
instead of, right, with this perspective, listen to the two different tones. The tones and emotions are totally different. Delete, let go, try something else. See how easy that feels. That feels like grace. That feels like fun. That feels like a game. But this emotion, listen to the emotion backed behind this verbiage. Man, I failed. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I'm horrible. I'm such a failure. Why did I do this? Why did I choose this? Man, I got to try something different now. How do I fix that now? How, how do I, man, I'm a failure. Right? That just feels like weight and condemnation. But it's the same thing. It's just how you look at it. If you look at things like a game, it'll be a game. If you look like look at things within lines and boundaries and and no fun, that's how it's going to look. So it's all perspective. It's all the way we see things and how we diagnose things and how we look at life. Life could be fun for one person in the same circumstance and be a drag for another person in the same circumstance. You take two different people that have made it through a depressing time and one person comes out with joy. One person comes out with the ability to teach. One person comes out with the ability to really share on the experience and actually give people hope when they're in bad experiences. And then you take another person who is stuck there being the victim in that and looking at how much pain it caused and they never could grow from it. They went through the same exact circumstances, but one person actually looked at it in a different way and they caused right a ripple effect of success, but the other person stayed a victim and caused a ripple effect of depression, of victimhood. So it's all in how you want to look at where you're at right now. It's all perspective. It's never as bad as you think. We all go through things. We all have dark seasons. It's all in how we want to frame it. And sometimes it's hard to frame it. Sometimes it's hard to look at the darkness and say, this is going to be a light to somebody, or this is going to bring light to somebody, or this pain that I'm feeling right now is going to help heal a nation. This, this pain that I'm feeling right now is going to be the springboard for my success. We, we have to frame where we're at differently, right? Everything in life is about seasons. There's four seasons. There's four quarters in a game. There's four quarters in a year. Yes, you know, winters suck. It's cold. It's dark. It's rainy. It's gloomy. But there's always summer. But when we're in winter, we forget that there's summer. But there's summer is always around the corner. And the same thing in life. Right? But even if you're in summer, if you're stuck in the emotion of winter, you won't enjoy summer ever. Because you're stuck in the emotion of what happened to you. What you didn't get. What, what you think you deserve. How much pain you're in from this last season. 
right? But that's why we have to learn not to try to fix things or not to try to dwell on things, but to let go of things, let go of seasons, let go of hardships, let go of the bad breaks, let go of the bad quarters, let go of the the month you lost in your business, the your divorce, let go. Quit talking about it. Don't try to fix. Let go. Let go. If you're having a, a you know, if you, if you're trying to restore a relationship with your kids, with your family, with your your spouse and you're trying to fix you're trying to fix it you're trying to fix it if you're trying to fix something that's been broken right you're already operating out of a state of guilt you're already operating of us out of a state of not being genuinely you and that's why i think a lot of people are feel like when you're trying to make things right out of a emotion of trying to fix things like it's fake. But if you completely let go, let go of what you've done wrong, what you didn't measure up to be, and don't try to fix, let go and be. Mm, that's really good. Let go and be. Be the solution. Don't focus on trying to fix. Focus on being the solution. Now, I failed. Let go of that failure. Now you know how to not do it. And now do something different. Don't try to fix that because we, we, we try harder and harder and harder when we're trying to fix things. And we can't sustain growth when we're trying to fix the past. The past is gone. Don't fix it. You can't. You can't sustain growth as you're looking back trying to fix. You can't build in your rearview mirror. You can only build by letting go of what you did and didn't do and focusing on building the new. Let go and build the new. Build the new right now. Right now, I'm building something new. Right now, in this quarter, yeah, it looked like we lost. It looked like we weren't going to make it. It looked like, you know, looked like hell. We did this wrong. We did this wrong. You know, evaluate. Now, let go of those techniques and the system you built. Let it go. And now, build something new. Be new. Be renewed. Be new. You know, in the Bible, it says that God's mercy is new every single morning. He knew that we were going to be failures. He knew that we were going to fail sometimes. So he knew he had to make it new every day. And if we receive that every day, we can walk through life with an infinite perspective because yes, we're going to fail. Yes, we're going to fall down. Yes, we're not going to hit quotas. Yes, we're not going to hit our marks. Yes, we're not going to meet the needs of others. Yes, we're going to fail and feel like a failure, but it's all part of it. It's all part of it. Where we get stuck is trying to fix and focusing on what failed. We focus too much attention on what we did wrong and what, how we didn't measure up and why we didn't do this. And oh my gosh, all the negative things 
right? And now that weight you're carrying on your back, trying to run a race, trying to build a company, trying to build a family with all this weight of trying to fix things, feeling like a failure, trying to do this right, trying to build this system, trying, feeling like a failure, feeling all this weight, you can't build and you can't sustain success with all that weight. You have to let go. Let go. You're forgiven. Forgive yourself. Forgive your past. Forgive your mistakes. Forgive your business. You're not a failure. You failed. Get up and be renewed and do something new. Make it a game. And that's why it's so important to evaluate and make that shift from, from having a finite mentality to an infinite mentality. Because when you're, when you're living with a finite mentality or finite mindset, you're going to constantly feel trapped by failures because everything's about winning and losing. Everything's about how good I did or didn't do. And it's, it's just this constant thing. Like you said, yeah, it's like the hamster on the wheel, you know, that's constantly running and not getting anywhere. And that's what it's like having a finite mentality. And then you just, every quarter feels like it sucks. Or maybe you, maybe you feel like, Oh, I put out a lot of energy, but where's the progress? Well, when you have a finite mentality, you're, you're not making progress. You're constantly trapped by that feeling of failure, by the wins or the losses. And, you know, it's, it's heavy. And the only way you get off the wheel is by letting go. That's the only way. It's the only way you, you can make that shift into an infinite mentality is by letting go. And you, you're either going to thrive, right? Or you're going to die based on your mindset. And, you know, you hear every success person talks about the importance of mindset. And that's why I wanted to come in, in this episode, in the first part of the second quarter of the year to, to ask, where are you at? Are you, do you have a finite mindset? Do you have an infinite mindset? I know, you know we're evaluating that in us, like, where have I gotten into finite thinking and been trapped and been trapped by my failures or my wins and my losses and how, you know, like how can I, I better live in that infinite mentality? What do I need to let go? Those are the questions, you know, that we're leaving you with today, but it's not too late for you to shift. It's not too late for you, you know, to make a change coming in to the second quarter of the year to have a freaking stellar rest of 2022. Those shifts, you guys, it's as simple as Sean said, as letting go. You just got to let go and you got to move forward and you got to be what you need to be in order to grow. Just let go. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys got a lot of wisdom. As always, if you don't follow us on social, make sure you do at Meet the Brackets on Instagram. We love connecting with you guys over there. Um, we're constantly posting reels and you know posts, all sorts of stuff over there. So we'd love for you to join our our you know online Instagram family. But yeah, that's going to do it for today. We'll see you guys in the next episode. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.